0: Hello, Tuesday, April 6th. Big show. Huge show today. Wait until you learn about this doctor we learned about today. Oh my God, the standard bear in the NFL now. Might change everything forever. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mark Sanchez, Charles Davis, all the boys, and all of you for choosing to listen to the show. If you enjoy it by the end of it, please be a friend and tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Just Let's, keep moving. Yeah, just keep moving. Let's get to the show, shall we, Ty? Yep. And we have a new college basketball national champion. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to the Baylor Bears down there. Oh. 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 Oh.
1: Sick of Bears. Bears!
0: Congrats to Baylor winning the national championship right here in Indianapolis. Now first of all, shout out to Indiana making this yeah. happen. Yeah. Okay, great work by the city down here. The hospitality, the uh, Visit Indy folks, the Indy Sports Corporation was able to build a bubble with college kids being involved. Uh, For three to four weeks here, one game was missed because of COVID. Shout out to Indiana. Oh. Hey, Combine's coming now because Indianapolis mm-hmm. is ready to do a thing. The city hosted restaurants. I don't think we had a massive surge. I don't think. I think there was actual mask mand- mandate lifted today, mm-hmm. oh. mm-hmm. now, I mean, it's like, I feel like Indianapolis did a great job uh, and uh, proud to be a citizen. Here, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 That being said, you know, the problem we have here on this particular show is uh, this particular sports dude show, which... There are a lot of sports dude shows. This is one of them. When you talk about college basketball, uh, you know, maybe... You can get a little bit excited whenever you see a guy with a Fu Manchu uh, mustache, and you see a team that had never lost, just was undefeated, mm-hmm. and you see a a point guard that I legitimately believe could actually be a college football quarterback with the way he moves and his vision and his style, and he's just unbelievable. And you see a team live and in person, like I did, and you don't think to yourself, "Wow, well, this Gonzaga team's unbelievable." But while watching them live at Lucas Oil Stadium at the Final Four, I think because of my infatuation with this Gonzaga team, mm-hmm. I failed to watch the actual ass-beating of Houston that Baylor gave out there. Yeah. And I believe in the first place, somebody jumped over another human. I believe there was a couple plays where they were just getting hot and Baylor was just burying Houston. And I remember thinking, oh, this Baylor's team's good, but my mindset the entire time was, can't wait to see – Gonzaga mm-hmm. Now, at that moment, whenever I was watching that, I did not know that Miley Cyrus was potentially coming. Sure. If, if I did know a Miley Cyrus concert was happening, I think my initial thought would have been like, okay, these dudes are awesome. Can't wait to see Miley. They right, can't yeah. wait to see the Gonzaga Border. So I want to let everybody know in Waco that I personally, I think I speak for many here who got infatuated by the Gonzaga. I, I was sleeping on the Baylor Bears, and what we watched last night was an absolute... <laughs> ass-beating. Now, there was no chance I was going to stay awake for that second half, whether or not (laughs) Gonzaga was playing well or not. And I was going to finish it in the morning, but it did feel as if, from the very beginning of that game, it looked like a very different Gonzaga Bulldog team. The quarterback uh, point guard that just banged home the game-winner as the clock is fired. Two fouls in what, the first four seconds of the game? He's out of the game. Timmy, there was no flexing early from Timmy. Timmy looked confused. His mustache Looked like it was a little bit out there. The Fu Manchu didn't look as good as it had in the past. This Baylor team beat the shit out of the Gonzaga Bulldogs. The team that, in my eyes, as they were losing by five to ten, I said, "Hey, let's enjoy this Gonzaga. This is the greatest college basketball team of all time. Let's enjoy." As they were losing by five, live bet. I doubled down on my shit. I got I got uh, Gonzaga at plus four at one point. I was like, "Let me bet on that." Yeah. I was because I I just knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I woke up this morning, watched that second half. It, it, they did
2: not come. It did not there
0: out. was like six to seven potential runs that were supposed to be for Gonzaga, where Timmy would get a wide open layup or a shot would happen. It was like, okay, here's where it happens. This is how college basketball works, by the way. One team gets up, the other team gets a run, and then it's either tied or the other team goes, and then the other, it, that's how college basketball is. That's why March Madness is so fantastic. It doesn't matter who it is. If they're completely out of the game, there's a chance they're going to get blown out, okay? But there's also a very large chance that madness is about to come, and this team is is going to come out of nowhere in somehow some way last night the Baylor Bears out of Waco which is the home of Chip and Joanna Gaines mm-hmm. that's right okay Magnolia Farms diner okay. Mm-hmm. okay also Dr Pepper yeah Dr 23 flavors yeah Dr mm-hmm. Peppers from down there even the little doc is from down there oh, okay. and the mm-hmm. uh, and also that yeah. one documentary
2: mm-hmm. David Kresh, the branch yeah, yeah. video potentially but mm-hmm. there's
0: a lot of great things in Baylor and in Waco in last night their basketball team who people have been talking about since the beginning of the season as being one of the greatest basketball teams of all time alongside Gonzaga. That's why this national championship was something that everybody was uh, desiring because it was like these two teams fucking got it. That Baylor team, when Gonzaga would make a run, they just put their foot right. It was like the, um, the Christmas story.
1: Shoot you know, when Ralphie
0: out. climbs up the slide yes. and he f- doesn't tell him about the, the uh, Red Rider mm-hmm. BB gun or whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever the fuck its name is. And Santa just puts his foot right on his forehead and just <laughs> pushes him down. That's what Baylor did to Gonzaga every run that was supposed to happen. They were just like, nah excuse me, we got something incredibly dope that's about to happen. They were splat- step back, pull up, yeah. three, splash, some dunks, some insane. I mean, it was awesome to watch. It was, a, it was a game that could not keep me awake at the time it was running. But this morning, as I caught up on the whole thing, I really enjoyed it. It was fantastic to watch that Baylor team. And maybe I didn't, you know, take in how good Baylor was this year because I was blinded by Gonzaga. That Baylor team's coming back next year. (laughs) So is that Gonzaga team. And by the way, if I'm Baylor, I'm saying, hey, roll over. What we just did was worth two national championships because there was none last year. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm thinking about it, you know? Like UCF had that undefeated season or whatever and they called themselves national championships, Uh had a parade and everything. Mm -hmm. I think if I'm Baylor, I'm saying, we had the same team last year, okay? Roll over. Back-to-back. Basically, we're going back-to-back. Next year, we're looking for a three-peat. I just want to let you know, next year, we're looking for a three-peat at this point. Gonzaga's coming back. Good news for college basketball. We'll care only when March Madness happens, but it was a lot of fun. Gumpy, you predicted Baylor was going to win. You you got paid because of that bet yesterday. I I called you negative, said you were trying to bring me down, but what did you see from that Baylor team? Just a bunch of dogs out there, huh?
3: So before COVID hit? Baylor looked like that the whole season. Then COVID hit, and they kind of had a patch where they went down. But against Houston, that's how they were playing all year before they had the COVID outbreak, and they just carried it over last night.
0: They... It was
3: awesome. Athletes. They ran them out of the gym.
0: It was awesome to watch. They really did. Mm -hmm. And Foxy said this uh, earlier, and he said, I'm not going to say it live, but it it was like, well, why, Foxy? He was like, well, I don't want to seem like I'm, uh, you know, uh, an entitled kid or something like Mm -hmm. that. He said, yeah, that was classic, classic private school, okay, wins championship, goes down, goes down into the public schools, Mm -hmm. plays against, gets their asses beat. Mm -hmm. And by the way, Gonzaga, private school. Yep. Okay? <laughs> Baylor is a public school. That's right. <laughs> so it is It is exactly what it is. But, I mean, I don't know why I didn't fall in love with that Baylor. They got a mullet on that oh, squad. Yeah. Uh, they got a... With Thomba, it seemed like Thomba <laughs> was able to take his arm and just <laughs> shoot that thing out, squat a ball, and then bring it right back. Uh-huh. The... the, the, the the step back, the the every I feel like I would have fallen in love with that team a long time ago. so I feel like I missed the boat and a lot of people did by the way, that's right mm-hmm. That's why Gonzaga was favored by four and a half points in the national championship. Mm, and yeah. they never came fucking close. By the <laughs> way, they were losing by four and a half when the game started. And they never got back. <laughs> no, no, not a single once did <laughs> they ever get back. What a game. At Boston Connor, the NFL also cooking up right now. Hey, Sam Darnold out of the AFC East. He's been traded to the NFC South for three go. picks to the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers have come out openly and said, we are allowing and we're asking Teddy Bridgewater that if he wants to go test the trade market, which by the way, gonna cost whatever team that gets him 18 million, 10 million guaranteed. If you trade for him right now, who knows how that market looks? But the Carolina Panthers said, Well, hey Teddy, you wanna go get traded go ahead and do your thing if not all good uh but they did pick up sam donald's fifth year option which is 18.8 million dollars guaranteed basically sam donald's now the quarterback for the carolina panthers it appears teddy bridgewater is going to be the backup always need a great backup so i guess carolina feels good about this whole thing uh doesn't feel like they s- picked up the 18.8 million guaranteed next year for him not to be the starter but hey yeah who knows? Never know. Who knows? Dumber things have happened or wilder things have happened in the NFL. But if you look at that NFC South now, AFC is much different picture, by the way. Oh, yeah. Zach Wilson's about to get dropped into New York City. Yeah. Who knows how that whole thing's going to turn out. But if you look at the NFC South now, once had Drew Brees. Cam Newton, Matt Ryan, all three of those guys were in MVP conversations at Stunts. some point. And obviously, uh, down in Tampa, before Jameis, it was just kind of like, who knows? And then mm-hmm. Jameis gets in there, he was the guy, now Tom Brady's there. You look around, that's a. Jameis is now, or Taysom, but Jameis is, or Taysom, I guess, he $160 million deal. Yeah, yeah. He is gonna, he's in New Orleans. You go to Carolina, you got. Sam Darnold? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yikes. And you go to Atlanta, you got either Matt Ryan or if they draft a quarterback at four, which people are saying they're probably not going to, they're actually trying to trade out of the number four overall pick, I guess, is initial reports. And then you got Tom Brady still sitting there. Mm-hmm. Wild how the league is changing, but still staying the same if you if you do kind of view that thing. So Sam Darnold, Tom Brady about to battle it out again mm-hmm. here in the NFC South. And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Everything- <laughs> What's that?
4: Yeah, sure. They're going to battle it out, Pat. You don't
0: think Sam you- Darnold's an upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater I don't know if he's an yeah.
4: upgrade over either of or over Teddy Bridgewater but Brady's dog walking that entire division no matter what <laughs> it doesn't matter if Teddy Bridgewater's the MVP they're still gonna beat the shit out of the Carolina Panthers till
0: Brady leaves well you know that is you know that is something you have to look at immediately upon any decision is made in the, yeah. in a division where the Super Bowl champs are it's like Okay, is anybody going to be able to top the Super Bowl champs? Now, the Saints were able to do it in regular season, okay, Mm -hmm. but the Saints are about to be a vastly different team without Drew Brees playing quarterback. Now, we're not saying that's a bad – and they also had to cut nine people or whatever because they had to get under their salary. So, I mean, they're going to be a very different team. But it doesn't feel like any – now, granted, we still got the draft ahead of us, okay, and who knows who's going to do what, and there might be some other moves made. It feels like the Buccaneers are watching everything going on, and they're pretty pumped up about what's – because there was a chance Carolina was trying to get Deshaun Watson, Russell Mm -hmm. Wilson allegedly Mm – And this is just like the Chicago Bears fans who thought they were getting Russ Wilson and then they got Andy Dalton. They're like, oh, Carolina Panthers were in those conversations as well. I wonder how the Sam Darnold reception has been in Carolina, you know, like both the team and the fans. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what we'll have to see. But that's a big move that comes out of nowhere with the Jets having no leverage and still being able to get three picks for that whole thing. At Ty Schmidt, uh, the NFL is a
2: buzzing right now. Mm -hmm. You know what? I I have an idea why. Hey, Aaron Rodgers fucking killed it last night. Knocked it out of the park. Knocked it out of the park.
0: I am a Jeopardy! watcher. Mm -hmm. A lot of people would not assume that I'm a Jeopardy! watcher. Okay? I do not get I do not get many answers right, but I try to remember a lot. Like uh-huh. It is a great place to pick up fun little... factoids. Yeah, and also, uh-huh. you get a chance to witness some of the quickest, uh, most intelligent people we have walking this earth kind of operate, and there's also some real skill involved because the timing of the buzzer, James Holzharr, uh-huh. taught us that that is a big deal. So, I like Jeopardy. I also like With a Fortune, I'll watch them both. I've watched the other guest hosts, and aside from the executive producer, who I guess used to be the host of science um, Uh, something. Aaron Aaron said said it yesterday. yesterday. Mm -hmm. He was was very good. He had to fill in because somebody couldn't make it because of COVID. Aside from him, Aaron beat everybody by, I don't know, 30 to 40X. Yeah. And he was better than the EP guy, probably Mm 5 to 10X. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He fucking slaughtered it. And and people, you know, yeah, we, obviously, he's a good friend of the show. Yeah. Okay, we had him on yesterday, literally talked about Mm, it. So what? But he... He prepared for it. It was very obvious. Mm-hmm. He was smooth. Now there are people calling for Levar Burton, I believe, yeah. to get the mm-hmm. the Jeopardy host. By the way, I hope he gets a chance to do the guest host as right. well. I would like to see that whole thing. I I assume he's going to be fantastic as a host because he's already hosted before. He has great voice. And there's a there's a whole thing happen. I but we are not an anti Levar Burton show. No, no. we're not. That, but oh, I God. will say, after watching Aaron last night. I felt like watching, I was like, okay, everybody else try to make it their own you know everybody else was like okay I'll do the show but I'll make it my own I'll add these little things mm-hmm. in there Aaron base and I assume they're being told to make it your own by the way yeah like, hey, definitely. make this your own don't Aaron was like "Nah, I'm not. you know what I'm not okay there's a blueprint to be the greatest fucking host of this show of mm-hmm. all time and he stud they're saying he studied study but yeah. I'm getting text messages from people that work with Aaron you know mm-hmm. and they're sending me text messages like hey when we say he was dialed in for this like he was notes and film and like everything and he had an early early saturday night live skit on the daily double Mm -hmm. he had an entire he crushed it there was no awkwardness he said they had to re uh shoot a couple things i don't know what those were but if what he said yesterday to us was i would love to be the host of jeopardy Mm -hmm. then with his his performance immediately upon him saying i would love to be the host of jeopardy we initially went well he's not saying that if he If
2: he doesn't actually... If he
0: bombed. Right. He's not saying... So I was, like, excited to watch it Mm -hmm. after watching it. And then also listening to this, uh, which this video clip is hailing from Shailene Woodley's Instagram Live via, by way of Aaron Rodgers' Instagram. There's a video where Aaron was asked by his missus, Mm he described her on this Mm -hmm. show as, about potential jeopardy in an Instagram Live. Are you going
4: to get football to host Jeopardy? This is, are you going to quit football to host Jeopardy? <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I okay. just play MVP. I still have a lot left in the tank. Okay, yeah, I'm still going to play. Okay. And Someone. I'd love to host Jeopardy at the same time. Jeopardy films five shows a day, okay. 46 days a year. That's right. 230 episodes. Good math. And I work for six months out of the year. So okay. the other six months, I would have time to probably film 46 days, I think. Don't you, Ben? Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. (laughs) You could do so much. Done uh, Done deal. uh,
0: Okay, so he's already done the math. Mm -hmm. That was on Instagram Live. It wasn't like a scripted Q&A session. That question came from somebody else. She actually, uh, I think she might have misread it, actually, Mm so that was coming up. He had already done the math. He had already said, okay, 46 days, I can do... We need 46 days, what, month, what, what we need month and 16 days. I I think I could do it. Well, normally it's a break time. Well, we can scatter that over four or five months. Mm -hmm. I only work for six months. If this motherfucker, okay, if he is NFL MVP, Mm -hmm. somehow can win a Super Bowl and a host Jeopardy full time, I mean, Pretty good year. Give him his own haul. Uh-huh. Give him his own haul. He fucking slaughtered it yesterday.
2: He, and I mean, like you said, he also he wouldn't do this if he didn't know. I mean, obviously, these episodes are already in the can. So he's been like sitting on this thinking about this for the, however many weeks since he's done it. Like, OK, I, I crushed this thing. How many days are there? Like I, he, he definitely could do this. And it's gonna take a different guess that does like very, very well. Like right now, I think the overwhelming sentiment is like, hey. Fuck it. Let Rogers do both. Let him play yeah. and let him host Jeopardy. Well,
0: I think I think ratings are
2: probably gonna be rather
0: high. Mm-hmm. I have not seen a guest host thus far. There's been a few now. There's been he is nowhere near the first guest host no. here. There's been a few. And they've been talked about and everything like that. But this had a real buzz going into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like an event. The way he said yesterday, hey, you know, tonight's a big night, both me hosting Jeopardy and the national championship. Yeah. I was like, you hey, you know what? You are right. It I'm does actually, stack up. Yeah, I am, actually. It's <laughs> the first bomb. thing I've DVR'd in months. Imagine if he fucking bombs out there how that oh. all does. Oh. And he probably had that in his mind, by For the way, sure. while he's watching the film. He's mm-hmm. like, well, if I'm going to do this, you know, because when you're in the sports world, everybody always expects you to be a stooge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? Aaron has said this. He said, I don't want to do the celebrity Jeopardy. He said, I want to do, like, the actual Jeopardy Jeopardy one time. He didn't always say that, but he said that a couple times mm-hmm. where... Because he did the Celebrity Jeopardy, and in the rehearsal round, you know, Mister Wonderful, I guess, was having a, a pretty good go about it. And then there was an astronaut. He, mm-hmm. he was going against an astronaut, Mister Wonderful from The Shark Tank, Kevin. And then it was Aaron. And I guess in the rehearsal round, Mister Wonderful was doing well or whatever. These guys—that's that, a billionaire. Mm-hmm. They are got fucking astronaut. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Aaron Rodgers is sitting there, and he slaughters them. Yeah. <laughs> slaughters them. And everybody's like, uh, great, he celebrity, Jeopardy champion, everything. I feel like he views that as a slight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's like, well, I, I think, you know, I, for me to get real respect, I think I would have to actually, that's a shame because there's no way He'll be able to do that once he becomes full time host. He I can't go on like a whole Hire like run.
2: Yeah, I think he's okay with okay, getting, well, uh, just, I'm just hosting the show for the next, I don't know, 30, 35 years. If Jeopardy's he wants gonna to. survive, by the way. No oh, matter yeah. what. Jeopardy,
0: even when all of the cords have been cut, when all of the movement has gone to streaming, Jeopardy will survive strictly because people are always intrigued by trivia. They dress trivia up in every single fashion that they can to create content, to create games, to create everything. It's how do we get trivia in a different world? It's just like conversations and interviews. Everybody's like, how do we dress up an interview to get people intrigued for something that has been happening for a long time? Trivia is that. Jeopardy's the staple of it. Mm-hmm. I believe the trivia community, people that are into trivia, which will always exist because it's, uh, it's something I think make people feel smarter, makes people feel good about themselves, uh, and you know, learning is always a good thing as well, so I believe Jeopardy will always survive. Mm -hmm. And if you become the host of that show, I do believe it becomes like an institution almost. It's one of those shows where it'll become like a torch passinger almost. Mm
2: -hmm. If he's there for 15, 20 years... He already lives out there in the off-season. He's got that
0: house out there. He can film the whole thing there.
2: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I mean, it almost makes too much sense.
4: Especially if we're getting moments like the Final Jeopardy. I mean, when that stuff's happening, it's like, you gotta keep the guy up there.
0: What was his... It, I guess they filmed this in January or whatever. Yeah. So it was still fresh on his mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But whenever I first heard that, you know, I thought that was just a shot at all field goals. And then they, I go, oh, shit, no. <laughs> yeah, Like, literally, I was like, oh, no. Like, Aaron, by the way, was in quite a uh, – well, it obviously wasn't mine. <laughs> just that, <laughs> by the way, is run uh-huh. everywhere. And talked about Aaron Rodgers says on Jeopardy while hosting, he disagrees with Matt LaFleur's mm-hmm. decision or whatever. You know, there's yeah. just, there's so many things I would assume that ran through that gorgeous comb over he had mm-hmm. going in there. There's just so much going on. Who wanted to kick that field goal, says guy? <laughs> Zero dollars. He knew he was fucked, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always like to see the uh, how much they wager or whatever, because, you know, you, you have to do that pre seeing the question. Mm-hmm. There's, I love whenever people just big, hey, I'll tell you what, any
2: other fucking category,
0: <laughs> here's a big old zero. I got nothing to wager here.
2: That's this. why Holzhauer was the best, because he'd be up by, like, 20,000 and still wagering, like, 27,000 in Final Jeopardy. Like, those those kind of players are electric. They are.
0: It's a fun game. Right? I don't know if Aaron said too, but he said he could see them writing before it actually pops up. Oh, really? That, yeah, so he was like, I looked away out of respect, like, for that uh, uh, that reaction he had,
5: basically. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh nice, nice, nice. The, you know what I learned just the other day watching Jeopardy? What's that? So, you know, the. Stop. So that was about 15 seconds if we did that ro- properly timed. Because yeah. they run it back twice and it's 30 seconds. So if you ever find yourself in a potential situation Ooh. where you need to know 15 seconds huh. to 30 seconds, one Jeopardy round mm-hmm. is 15 seconds.
1: Huh? good to know. That's bad. good
0: to know. Think about how high you got to be. <laughs> while watching Jeopardy to think of that so how long is this? 30 seconds and I did it I was like okay so that's about 15 seconds if I ever need to know (laughs) if I ever need to kill 15, 30 seconds Mm -hmm. here it is, it's the Jeopardy tune Uh, Zita what is the poll for today? Uh, Should Internet Rogers be the full time host of Jeopardy? Uh, What is no? Question mark is 26% What is yes? seventy-seven percent That's 15,000 votes already You got to shut it down already (laughs) Sam Darnold got traded, though, to the Carolina Panthers yesterday out of nowhere. We knew a trade was inevitable just strictly because of the optics and how that whole situation would have to work. But it happened yesterday. Four three future picks was something I don't think any of us saw coming. Joining us now is a man who could potentially talk about what it's going to be like for Zach Wilson in New York, which is allegedly the definite pick. Sam Darnold in New York. And moving on to Carolina now, the Sanchez Mark.
3: Sanchez! Yay! How are you, buddy? Howdy, what's up, bud?
0: Hanging out. How are you? Can't even see your arms there. <laughs>
3: doing great. Get it? I get it. Camo joke. Nice.
0: How are you, man? You're looking thinner than I think I've ever. Are you? Are you? Are you, are you down right now?
3: I'm wasting away to nothing here. Just got a flex. Look.
0: Have you been doing the Randy Johnson? The whole that flex? What?
3: Isn't that a bowflex? Come on. I don't I know. think that's one of you. You Yeah. The, the, the thing. I've the- been doing uh, Oculus boxing. Oh! Oh, see, plug. Yeah, there's a
0: plug. yeah, there's a plug. Now there's uh, a plug now. You look good, though. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. Especially on this particular day with Sam Darnold moving. We talked to you before about the Sam Darnold situation, and I think you yeah. felt like a lot of people, like, hey, that's pretty unfair. The, the, the situation around him has not really been ideal for him to potentially be his best self. Now he's going to Carolina. Are you happy for Sam, I'd assume? And have you talked to him? Or what do you think his initial reactions and emotions were when finally? out he got traded out of there
3: i'm thrilled for him we exchanged a couple texts last night he's my neighbor here in uh, orange county so i oh, uh, i think this is great because wow. if he was going to go back to new york right there's too short of a leash the grace period's over the honeymoon's over right and and i said this um a couple months ago that that he'd go three and out one time and he'd get booed out of the stadium and it was just so unfair to, to huh. put him in that situation yeah. and to judge Sam Darnold right now saying he's either a good or a bad quarterback, I think is just premature. It's unfair to do that. So this is a chance for him to get a change of pace, uh, much smaller media market, a chance to focus uh, on playing and, and just resurrecting his career in a sense. And um, you know, it's unfortunate the way things <laughs> went, I, I had jet fans texting me people that I know that are huge jet fans, like, Well, good luck, Sam. We barely knew you, you know? (laughs) So it was, I'm sure it's a little frustrating in some ways, but uh, um, I I think turning over a new leaf for him is the best thing for him. And I said, you know, a month ago also, I said Panthers, Eagles, Broncos, 49ers. Those are the teams he could go and potentially compete. But if he stays in New York and they draft Zach Wilson, he'd get released, you know, right before the season and have to end up like Jameis Winston did last year and find a place with an established starter and not really, you know, have a chance to play unless somebody went down.
0: I didn't get paid like 800,000 bucks, a million yeah, bucks or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
3: so they picked up his option, which is great.
0: That's huge, right? And that means he's going to be yeah. the guy down there. So they they told Teddy he can seek trade options if that happens. But we're too far along. And I think Teddy's owed like $18 million mm-hmm. or something. That's going to be a tough trade, I think, at this point. So it's going to be yeah. Sam and Teddy. Uh, can I go back to something you said there, though? You said Charlotte, much smaller medium market. Uh, is it really you're one of the only people that will really truly know what this is like. The media thing. What is it? Because you always hear it like, Oh, it's big media. It's big media. But now with mm-hmm. social media, don't you kind of hear everything being said anyways? What's the difference you think? Is it just, you feel like you're being watched. The things that are being said. It's in your face more. Why is New York one of those media places where it's like very impossible. And everybody says this, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but why yeah. is
3: it? Uh, it's it's definitely more in your face. Like in Indy, I'm sure you guys had a few beat writers. In New York, there's like thirty, you know, every day oh. in, in the locker room. I mean, they're there. They're uh, it's a cutthroat business. They got to get the story. They got to get the scoop. They got to have their sources. And um, that makes sense. It just has so much more weight there, right? And and as a quarterback, you try and tune that stuff out. But as soon as you go to the press conference, you got uh you know your your media liaison and PR guy basically debriefing you on what you're about to talk about and all the articles that essentially came out, basically kind of go through the headlines of, hey, here's kind of what's going on in the news. Hey, And you have a good idea, but you can't like block it out.
0: Hey, isn't it awesome though? They tell you like, hey, listen, block all that. Don't hear any of the noise. Anything that's going on outside the building, don't worry about it. It's all about in here. Okay, now, when you go in here, they're gonna fucking talk about it, okay? They're gonna- Hey, Hey,
3: remember that game you threw three picks yesterday? So they're going to want to talk about that. Okay. Um, You moved on. Didn't go well. And you're going to have to address that. (laughs) Man,
0: I didn't even think about that aspect. Because in my eyes, it's like, all right, everything's being fed to you. You you can't hide from anything anymore. It's much different than it was. Oh, no doubt. But now thinking about the amount of media people that would come into our locker room when it was a primetime game or something like that the amount of people that were in there I assume it was like that for you guys every single day day. it was miserable it was absolutely and I never talked to them they never wanted anything to do with me but just looking around it was like okay so this person has to say fake bullshit for the next 30 minutes here (laughs) and we can't talk about anything at all All right, I'm gonna get out of here
3: (laughs) dude. I I had a locker I shared a locker next to uh, Thomas Jones my rookie year bro he would give me the evil eye because the media would come by and he's like, hurry your rookie ass up or he'd say bitch ass or something. You know, he would just like, yo, hurry up, get these people away from my locker now or go talk somewhere else. It's true, yep. cause they,
0: They'll like stand, the, the, it, they'll stand on the seats. Now, oh, yeah, near me was, uh, I didn't have anybody, like Pat Anger was there for a bit. Hugh Thornton was there. Denzel Good was there. A.Q. Shipley was there. Not a lot of big media presence where my locker was, but over where the quarterbacks were, they're oh, standing yeah. on people's seats at their locker, <laughs> like this thing get their thing. And, and the guy's like, just comes out of like the shower or whatever It's just like, are you fucking yeah, right? done, dude? <laughs> that is, yeah, it's,
3: I can I see that being difficult in New York. It's, it's such a weird dynamic too, because guys are fresh out of the shower, like one leg up on the chair You know, they're freaking junks hanging out and they're like putting lotion on and, you know, people are just walking through interviewing people. It's all good. Yeah, you gotta cover the sport.
0: Gotta cover the sport. (laughs) And and that's addressed, by the way, Every uh, training camp. They're like, the media's relationship with you is a good one for everybody. And they start explaining how good it is. And then some guys are like, yeah, but can we not do it a little bit differently? That'd be great. But it's, (laughs) the NFL is the biggest on earth for a reason. Let's talk about some guys that are about to head into the NFL. It is alleged now at this point, Trevor Lawrence locked in at one to Jacksonville. Zach Wilson locked in number two overall to the Jets. Mac Jones, as of this morning, allegedly Schefter reported that he would be very surprised if he doesn't see Mac Jones with the Niners. Let's assume Schefter has some uh connections there. So now it's going down to four. Atlanta's allegedly potentially going to trade out of there. Who knows? But let's talk about those top three guys and then the other three quarterbacks or two quarterbacks that are definitely going to go in the first round at this point. Uh what are your thoughts on those guys? Why is it so hard for a quarterback to have a successful transition? We had a graphic we put up earlier. Uh first round draft pick quarterbacks with their same team ten years later. There's next to none of them at this yeah. point. Oh, yeah. Why is it so hard? And what are your thoughts on some of these guys that are coming out here?
3: Uh, I mean, quickly, toughest position in all of sports, the most criticized, the most praised, and one of the toughest to evaluate, right? Because you, you can evaluate the physical aspect, you can evaluate their experience, the intelligence aspect, and then their personality. Those are like the four kind of buckets that you have to, you know, you know evaluate and then, see how that fits with your organization so once you do that now you got to put them in positions to be successful and that's coordinator that's talent around them that's defense that's what you do in the media how much press you make them do whatever so it's such a crapshoot with all this stuff I'm just I'm still blown away that that Justin Fields um isn't you know, really like the second guy. Yeah, hold on. Uh, I, I still think him and Trevor are like closer than people think. We're talking, uh, I really think it's um, two plays in the Indiana game, one play against Northwestern, and one play against Clemson. That's four, maybe five plays in eight games this past year that have now made him like this, you know, uh, uncapable or incapable guy and, uh, you know, guy who can't play the position well and doesn't go through his progression, I, I think it's just bogus. And um, hey, Mark, I, I think he's still Mark, one of the best.
0: Mark, I so this is how, by the way, Justin Fields has been a large part of our conversation because I, I watched college football, especially last year because of the game day experiences and having to know, yep. I, but I'm not that invested, right? I'm an NFL fan. I'm not that invested in college football, but I, I watched. I kept up with it. Justin Fields was the guy. And by the way, and all the quarterback people, like the Elite Eleven people, oh, yeah. the quarterback guru people, they're like, hey, by the way, everybody loves Trevor Lawrence. The guy in Columbus, like he's potentially the guy as well. And then all oh, of yeah. a sudden, out of no, it literally came. I guess after the Indiana game, questions started to come. Then the Big Ten championship game. I guess they continued to come or whatever there was a couple plays there but then it, it was like it's college football there, there's a lot of bad plays from a lot of guys oh, yeah. you, you can't just only oh, look yeah. at those and then it just started going and then i asked orlovsky why he thinks it's dropping and then he says some people in decision making roles tell him something blah. and he says it out there and that starts an entire firestorm and now i think i'm learning even more like his coaches have come out and were like no I love the guy teammates say they love the guy came back and, and then the, the petition yet why is it mark and were you a part of? Any of that type of bullshit when you were coming out, where there was like maybe some smoke and mirrors being said about you that you thought they were potentially trying to uh, disrupt your draft uh, uh, stock.
3: I didn't experience a ton of that. The only the, the real knock on me was just lack of experience, right? Only playing for one year, one year starter is was, was something that I dealt with coming out. But for Justin, so um, this guy, uh, Dr. Goldman, he's a he's a sports psychologist. I talked to him yesterday. He he has some interesting information on how he evaluates players, all players and from all different sports, okay? Since 2012, this guy's interviewed and and given this, uh, basically like a mental aptitude test Hmm. uh, on an iPad of 6,500 athletes, professional athletes, okay? Not just your average Joe walking down the street. These are like ballers, okay? Not me. They have a, exactly, like you. Not not me, not me. They have a learning efficiency rating on there so it's basically like uh this acquisition like so how many reps does it take to you get it to you understand okay. something and then your recall like once you have it can you bring it back and and use it right that's basically what they're what they're uh trying to figure out in one part of this test justin fields okay the guy who supposedly can't go through his reads you know doesn't have great work all this all this bogus stuff he scored the highest ever okay he scored the highest that they can Out rank him 6500 okay like a, they scored a 130 on it he scored a 130 mahomes was like a 108 josh allen was like a 108 like oh. over 100's good bro he was a 130 okay this kid can learn that essentially it would equate to like an average playbook that's not that complicated he'd learn it faster than anybody question a very complicated playbook he it would to him, it would be like an average playbook. Question: like This kid was in the top one percent of sixty five hundred pro athletes. Question: okay? This kid is bright. I have a question: Does he have a yep.
0: photographic memory? It seems like he probably has a photographic I, memory.
3: I, I don't know exactly how that if he does, shakes out. But he doesn't have like, to be there at four a.m. in
0: the fucking <laughs> yeah, morning,
3: right? <laughs> okay. Then, if he does and he's <laughs> having
0: this entire thing, he's like, okay, yep. yeah, I got, got it.
3: it. I got and, it. And, and I the got other got thing it. too okay. is like, you want to talk about toughness? Dude, Talk this kid Goldman, dude. came back uh, in <laughs> okay. a Michigan game two years ago, you know, banged up his knee, threw a brace on it, next play goes in, throws a touchdown, uh, uh, gets absolutely Clemson. crushed by Skalski against Clemson, yeah. like he got hit by a Volkswagen freaking bus, Yeah, and comes right back in with uh, broken ribs, <laughs> rolls to his left, he completes the point. ball, touchdown, yeah. like... I mean, this kid has the toughness, has the grit. I, I just, I, I'm I'm blown away that, that his stock's not even oh, higher. But The fact I, I think, he has a
0: photographic you know. memory, Sanchez. Yeah. That's what it <laughs> would have to be. If potentially, it's, if I don't it's know what he, it is,
3: but he, that's he definitely what it is. nailed that test.
0: That's definitely what so. If he, If it's a recall test where you get shown something and then you have to recall it, is, if he scored the highest out of 6,500 people, I would assume there's some people in there who have pretty fucking good memories mm-hmm. in there. That means he, yeah, would just, right? he would have to look at it Okay, got, got it. it. Yeah, okay, I got
3: it. Like that is—it is... it, it was impressive, but what's your um, score you on know. there? Did you take it? Say that again. Did you take it? Uh, I didn't. I want to though. I, I will soon. I think you and stay I'll give you out of my that. numbers if yeah. they're good. If they suck, I'll yeah. tell you. I know. that's what I was going to say. I think
0: you stay out of it. There.
3: I, I think you. I, I think that is.
0: I think that's. You can say You're handsome. You've had success. There's no reason to set yourself up for potential. Oh, this guy can't remember shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sanchez. Uh, whenever you think about the quarterback position right now, around the NFL. What are are your thoughts? Do you think like the Mac Jones, uh, I don't want to say stationary because he's more athletic than people are giving. I get it, I get it, I get it. But do you think that the classic pocket-passing quarterback is going to survive forever? Or do you think you're going to have to add an element to your game at this point with the way the offense is moving?
3: Uh, The way offenses are moving, you got to be able to move a little bit. And, you know, Mac Jones would be – you know, maybe at the lower end of that spectrum, but you know, he's also in a draft where, you know, Justin Fields just ran a four four. Okay. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence would run, you know, a four six, four, five, probably. Uh Zach Wilson pretty fast. So he's in a quarterback class that's ridiculously athletic. Yeah. Athletic. yeah, yeah. So um, but I mean an NFL comp for him, I talked to Steve Sarkeesian. And uh, he was my coordinator at SC, Now, obviously, the head coach in Texas, and was as Alabama's uh, coordinator for Mac Jones. But he said his NFL comp is Matt Ryan, and nobody complains about Matt Ryan not being able to move. Uh, you know, nobody complains about Matt Ryan's arm strength. He can make all the throws. He can do everything you mm-hmm. need to do. And for Matt Ryan, honestly, you know, if he wins that Super Bowl like we all thought he would a couple years ago, we're singing an awfully different tune about him because he's a baller. So. I think there's plenty of potential for Mac Jones, um, and I think it, it looks like you know the 49ers might be his landing spot.
2: Ty Schmidt. Uh, Sanchez, going back to the Jets, you mentioned last time you were on here that you mm-hmm. didn't think they really did enough for Sam Darnold. Obviously, it's early, and they have a lot of draft capital, but do you see the situation with Zach Wilson being any different? Like, Are they going to set him up for success?
3: Uh, you would hope so. I think the most important thing there is who they acquired. Like, they got a hit on these draft picks coming up. Right, because it's not going to be a free agency thing. It's it's about draft picks. They have the capital. um, You know, they they didn't have to give up, um, or they got a little bit for Sam, and you know this. They've got to nail these picks, and in two years, we'll know, we'll really know of how well you know Joe Douglas does because these guys are going to have to play early. They're going to have to make plays for Zach, and they're going to have to build this thing uh, around him. And it looks like. You know they have all the pieces in line. Now they got to nail this draft and next year's draft. So you like Zach, but it's a total, total crapshoot. You know what? You know what's interesting about Zach. I love, I love watching him. Okay, um, I think he's um, he thrives in chaos. Meaning, uh, when the pocket starts to close down, like. That's when he comes alive. Okay. He doesn't he's not your um typical, you know, five steps, hitch, rhythmic kind of guy. He likes to throw off platform. He he in some ways, I feel like maybe a little Russ, too much. When you might uh, not need it and the pockets clean, like I don't need you to to do anything special. Just, you know, give me the routine ground ball and throw it to first base and we're good. Yeah, Call it an inning. Yeah, just keep it. He's so special, right? And that's the thing, when you look at these guys this year, like it's like a singer it's like an actor right uh, you hand them a sheet of music a lot of people can sing it and a lot of people make it sound good but there are very few a handful of people that can take that script or take that sheet of music and make it sound special it comes mm-hmm. alive it's the same notes you know the same key all that stuff but they do something the John Legends you know people like that. That just makes
1: something All come alive. Zach me Wilson.
3: All you. <laughs> yes. So Zach Wilson has some of that. I think Justin Fields has some of that, where these plays break down and they just come alive. And something it, it's the same play that everybody runs, right? It's shallow cross. It's mesh. It's four verticals. Whatever. And these guys do something that make you pause the film and go, Wow, that was really special. So um, I think Zach definitely has that, and he has that like riverboat gambler kind of like oh, you know. I-, I love that that yeah. I-, I think he's like Brett Farvish. Oh, you know? oh kinda, yeah, kinda the underhand oh. throw. You know, he's he's the kind of guy who will complete like a left handed pass at some point in his career. He might throw one around his back to yeah. the fullback. Like he- he's that kind of guy, and okay, um, it is so it's fun to New watch. York. But for yeah. a coordinator, you just have to know what you're signing up for, right? Like, as soon as that ball snapped, you might not know exactly where it's going, but good chances going to the right spot.
0: Wow. That was really special out of you, Mark Sanchez. Oh. Thank you, man. Thanks, man. That was a really good answer. We appreciate you oh, so man. much.
3: Appreciate you guys. This is fun.
0: Can I show you the photo that Zito used for the graphic? We didn't even put it up today. What? There was a – there the photo that Uh-oh. Zito used for the graphic of for today. Look at this photo of you just so you can kind of – There was a
3: Jets one. I saw a red, uh, ooh, excuse me, a, uh, Washington.
6: franchise.
1: Wow. Bro.
3: My bad. Dude. <laughs> Dude, I'm about to freaking. Get, ooh, yikes. That's from the <laughs> Kentucky Derby. That
0: was a good photo. Hey, three piece down yeah, there in Kentucky. Okay. It you was probably hot it. as hell, huh? It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay.
4: Hair's
3: real
0: tight. Hair's yeah. tight. Yeah, you do yeah, have hair like looks the, good. the Mad Men. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, they just got done selling advertising in the city. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give me a smoke, dude. That <laughs> salesman market. Right now, do you wear hats down there? When, when you go down to the Kentucky Derby, I assume – you know, Jets quarterback. You know, last USC. successful USC <laughs> stuff. On. I mean, you probably get to, you go up there where uh, Aaron, Tom Brady, and the boys are. Where how do you do Kentucky Derby? I did it in the infield um, one time. It
3: was yeah. It was. I get I get to a good spot so I could see the races, and then I shine those guys' shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, All right, Sanchez. no, but that year that year I had a um, a cane, and inside the cane you can undo, you could screw off the yeah. top, and there was this long flask. The length of the cane the, canes long, the photo. like glass flask Below. it was awesome so my buddy put like this special bourbon in there for us it was Ooh. dude it was a blast man just housing canes you know, dude yeah. great uh, photo. ladies That's and on. gentlemen
0: mark Sanchez, yeah. Thanks, mark. It,
3: guys. Host fourth awesome. Fro- thank you
0: yeah no problem host the fourth and forever podcast a great podcast uh that was a good conversation there okay. about all things happening in the world zach wilson he said
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Not really five hitch guy, but when he gets out of that pocket and pressure comes
2: on, he comes alive, he said. Special that. talent. That's
0: good for New York. The highlights that could potentially come oh, yeah, from that thing. Yeah, for
2: sure. Can you yeah. imagine him throwing one behind his back for like a pick six, though? Oh, exactly. exactly. <laughs> What's say- oh, <laughs> What they would be saying. Why do you got go to go that next Well, I'm just thinking. <laughs> well, you know, I could go wrong. If he with splashes the Jets.
0: behind the back, back to back pick sixes or yeah. something. Yeah.
2: That'd be
4: awesome. Especially if Fields drops and then Fields, you know, he's got a 130 on the Goldman test and Fields goes out there and crushes. That one. Then out is New
0: York. Yeah, this is up? like the Herbert after two of them, just one year removed from it. Yeah, because there's a lot of conversation right now. Because the Herbert thing was small town, can't handle Uh it. Uh, He doesn't seem to have any of the leadership, can't control a huddle, doesn't have the moxie. People forget that that was what was happening a year ago. Now, Tua was too injured, too Mm -hmm. too fragile. Mm -hmm. But Herbert was was dropped below Tua at the beginning of that whole thing because he couldn't be a leader in that whole thing. Every year, there's something that's just complete bullshit. 130 on that test? Yeah. He's got to have... He's gotta have a photographic memory. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Who's gonna take him? Denver? Somebody they said it's gonna trade up at four. Yeah, someone's yeah. trading at four. As soon as I, I feel like what people are probably doing right now is they're hearing all the smoke. And then draft night, they're going to be like, if this is how this actually is, let's make a move to try to get to four. This is what our, our best offer will be, this whole thing. I assume there's going to be potential movement on that four pick, and Atlanta has already leaked, like, hey, we're we're listening. They've already put out, like, Atlanta is fielding offers or has made offers or something like that. Atlanta's basically like, hey, if you want it, come and get it. Mm-hmm. We're okay doing whatever. So let's assume that that one's going to get moved as well, which is great news for everybody. Miami still has four picks within the top 50 picks this year. Yep. Look for them to potentially make some moves, huh?
3: Move back Need some weapons.
5: Need some weapons. Yeah, the Colts do as well.
0: Mm -hmm. The Colts need a weapon as well. I mean, Michael Pittman's training, dancing. I've seen him. He's coming alive. T.Y. Hilton, obviously, absolute stud. I sent a... I don't know if I sent it to the group or not. I was watching film, you know, because T.Y. told me to. I was like, Mm T.Y., I always say that coverages, you know, the way you get covered is just obnoxious almost, but it's hard to really talk about And I was like, can you give me a couple games to watch the people that did it? He had me watch a couple games. This Houston coverage was hysterical. So Houston is where his nickname the Ghost began because every time we played Houston, he would uh, disappear like a ghost behind their defense. So long ball. Him and Andrew would connect on something. Then the Ghost, it just kind of became a thing. Like extended plays, this guy is open and he's going to get the ball wherever you need it or whatever. This Houston coverage is, is there's a bunch set to the right. T.Y. single off to the left by himself. No tight end to his side. There's a corner on him there's a safety over top and then the other safety is shifted over to the close hash and they are all staring at him there's three other wide receivers on the other side and i was just like, and i I screenshot it and i sent it to him and i was like is this what you were referring to and he was like yeah what the fuck is that (laughs) i said i have no idea i have no idea what it is but he's the type of guy where if you get somebody who demands and commands some attention i think that Carson Wentz offense could go but there's a lot of teams that need offensive weapons too Mm -hmm. so we'll see how it goes out there with how many receivers there are they always they talked about you know
4: receivers going forward they're going to be deep in multiple classes to come and offensive line so it's like
6: and they're good I mean the
0: young wide receivers are better than anybody's Mm -hmm, ever been because the footwork drills that they do is just making them elite separators from corners let's get a phone call in here before we get to a break in two minutes let's go to Fletcher Don Air in going on fletcher hey pat what's popping boys is it felcher or fletcher hey it's fletcher pat mm-hmm. he spelled it felcher i went with fletcher yeah but then as i was saying fletcher i thought to myself Whoa, what if his name actually is felcher mm-hmm. happy to hear i was correct even though i had never talked to you before ever mm-hmm. uh what do you want to talk hey, about yes, Fletcher? Sir, pat, first time caller but um been listening to uh, been listening to you for about a year and a half now. You'll get sick of us soon. We appreciate you though. What do you want to talk about, man?
5: Uh, what if we get Kyle Pitts? If Kyle Pitts drops to eight. Do Carolina pick him up?
0: I don't know if he drops the eight from what I've been told. I I like that the Carolina Panthers, though, have been making moves. The Carolina Panthers have been aggressive. Right now it's Jags, Jets, Niners via trade with the Dolphins at three, Falcons, which is allegedly going to be a a tradable pick, then the Bengals, then the Dolphins via the Eagles, then the Lions, uh, then the Panthers, then the Broncos or whatever, and then it kind of goes there. I think Pitts is going to go – In that five to seven range. Yeah. After four quarterbacks go, and teams have to make decisions on what they like, what they don't like. Look for Pitts to go. By a lot of accounts, best football player in this draft is Kyle Pitts. Mm -hmm. Let's assume somebody's going to make a move to get up there for him.
4: Bengals offense is perfect for him. They're only missing, you know, that tight end. They got Higgins last year. They got
0: Boyd. And would help Joe Burrow immensely.
3: Yeah. Also, might want to get an O line down there.
0: Well, hey. that's what it, you get the ball to Kyle Pitts quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Let's immediately get out of
1: here.
0: <laughs> now, Kyle Pitts, dining floor is going to be a little different with no indoor facility yeah. in Cincinnati, Ohio.
2: That's a good point. A little chilly.
0: I think he'll manage. People go through many changes as we get older, isn't that right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For men, one of the less fortunate changes is that testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body. Did you know this, AJ? I am aware. For most men it begins around the age of 30, and testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. Oh my Whoa. god. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left.
2: No. You know? Minus 30.
0: Well, if it starts around 30. This is one of those questions on a test where, you know, begins around 30. In the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. So does it start at zero or does it start at 30? That's the thing. This is where they can get you.
2: It's one of them damn word problems. This is one of those
0: problems where you're like, well, wait a minute. Uh, Which, can I ask a follow-up? Anyways, I was good at those tests because I always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher. That's right. Okay. (laughs) Their supplement contains vitamin D3, what? Zinc, what? Magnesium, what? Mica, what? And ashwagandha in a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else to learn more about these incredible ingredients visit GetRoman.com Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two day shipping when you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA get $15 off your first order plus free two day shipping that's GetRoman dot com forward slash USA that's good news let's try that stuff Okay. okay I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good Mm news. That's what I want.
1: Now
4: we know.
0: Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Joining us for a conversation that is always beautiful. He's one of the voices of Madden. We will, customary conversation about Madden will happen (laughs) at the end of the conversation. (laughs) He is a broadcaster for CBS, you hear him on Sundays calling games in beautiful fashion. Ladies and gentlemen, Charles Davis.
1: Yay!
5: Charles,
0: I almost said the NFL Network. That's on me.
5: That, that's okay. It's okay. I work for NFL Network as well. Oh, so oh, you do. Wow.
0: Okay, so, alright, so I was right there. That's that's on me. Yeah. NFL Network. No,
5: no, you, 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 were, you were spot on on that one. I mean, you had it, you had it locked in, getting ready for the draft. Oh, Looking yeah. forward to getting to Cleveland and saying hello and And getting to A.J.'s AJ's land in terms of the great state of Ohio, so that part would be a lot of fun. And and I can't imagine a a place, how perfect is it that it landed this year after the Browns' renaissance, you know, to be able to get back to the playoffs. These fans long-suffering the whole deal, and right before we get into all of that or whatever else you want to talk about, Pat, Hmm the bumper music getting back they they quick pitched you on this one it seems like yeah. like you know it's, it's like they, they got you there you didn't get you know you didn't get Stairway to Heaven on during your bathroom break thank and, and they just let that play out like, like the great DJs do but thank you I, I like the way you pulled it together and came rolling back in
0: that kind of you know if we're talking about since it is draft season I mean Composure there has to be pretty high. At that particular moment, composure has to be something thought about. But also, the recall of knowing which song in the slide is probably a good song to go to, that would attribute to the Dr. Goldman test, Uh which, have you heard about this? Have you heard about the Dr. Goldman test? And did you hear Mark Sanchez, the Sanchez, tell us last hour or two hours ago that Justin Fields has scored higher than any other NFL quarterback in this Dr. Goldman in the recall department of anything. And how come that isn't something we've learned about? This guy might have photographic memory. He runs a 4-4, and he played in the Big Ten as, as a great star. I mean, this is, why is Justin Fields getting slept on, you think? And did you know this Dr. Goldman test even existed?
5: Did, I didn't know that this test existed neither did we by the way I mean I'm I'm still trying to understand why I didn't get the playbook with the with the 100 bill taped in the back like we had in draft day or whatever it was that <laughs> that did I, did, did I didn't return I don't know if you and AJ went through that during your time where you you know where they sent you the stuff and they wanted to see your recall and did they tape any money in there and see if you were going to be honest about the whole thing I didn't get that part but I'm loving hearing about this because I'm just going to tell you guys this. This It's my own personal theory. Every year, like clockwork, we start the draft process with people at a certain level. Okay, so let's talk about the top-level people. As we start the twists and turns, instead of being able to say nothing but positives about them, at some point we have to start picking them apart. We have to, right? Oh, we can't just keep saying great things. So we start picking them apart, and we try and find contenders. Who else is good? People rise, the whole deal. In Trevor Lawrence's case, it's going to end up where all the twists and turns go, but when it's all said and done, he will continue to be the number one pick. We'll be back to he's the guy. We went through this with Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin. You know, you kind of fought it out with Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, but those were legit deals. Justin Fields, the rise of Zach Wilson, got it. Then all this other conversation and buzz. So I'm very glad you brought up this test. And I still don't believe that the 49ers have settled in on Mac Jones as their third guy. Hey, Shefty. Guy because
0: Shefty said this morning he would be very surprised if they don't
5: take uh, uh, take Mac Jones. I understand that. I he, here's what I keep coming back to though. They were at Max Pro Day, the same day as you guys remember. Justin Fields was throwing in Columbus. They couldn't be two places nfl rules this year you know how it goes right only so many can go blah blah so kyle shanahan chose to be at mac jones and and it's understandable. we know why and the reasons and all that we can go through whatever you want but that same day was it not announced that there would be a second pro day for justin fields and that. that the 49ers would be in attendance so that's why i'm not just saying i'm waving the flag on this and saying it's definitely mac jones there's still time and I think Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are going to do due diligence on this, be at the second pro day, have a chance to get up close and personal with him, the ABC ways we used to see we do when we were kids, and off we go from there.
6: Charles, I don't know if you've seen, I guess Nick Saban has said that the Niners have not spoken to him and not asked him any questions about Whoa. Mac Jones. Like, Whoa. A, do you think he's telling the truth? And if he is, like, is that, is that alarming at this point? I think he's telling the truth,
5: and AJ, I would be alarmed if we hadn't had so many occasions where guys had been drafted without anyone talking about them. Now, the difference in this one is, you know guys, you guys know the stories all the time about different people who have not been discussed with certain uh, programs because they didn't want the rest of the league to know they liked that guy. The Jay Cutler story is famous in Denver with Mike Shanahan where he never once talked with anyone at vandy they didn't you know work him out individually they kept all their people away and then they took him at 11. they didn't want anyone to know that they were locked in on jay cutler in this case because they've moved up and got to the number three pick aj i'd have to say it's a little surprising that we haven't heard about them digging in really deep on mac jones because we we now know where we are right if if you're them You can pretty much take Trevor Lawrence and put him to the side, but if you're taking a quarterback, you better do your due diligence on Zach Wilson in case the Jets somehow don't take him. Mac Jones, Justin Fields... Trey Lance I'd be surprised if they don't talk to Nick Saban at some point I'm getting quarterback fatigue
0: at this point but we'll continue (laughs) we'll continue to talk about the quarterbacks but it has been said to me personally and also others are reporting Kyle Pitts is the best player in this draft how do you see that do you think When do you think five to seven potentially you think somebody's gonna move up and get him how do you how do you see his night going because they're saying he's the guy
5: right now Listen, my, my esteemed colleague at NFL Network, Daniel Jeremiah, who I think is the best in the business at doing this, and that's not a knock at anyone else. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to say, well, he's the best and you guys aren't. I'm just saying I'm biased. I sit next to him every year. He's great. I see his work. I think he's the best. He's got him as his number two overall player in this draft. Number two overall player. Didn't say he's going to get drafted number two just the second best player and then why watching you watch his pro day you watch his tape and you understand why so to your point pat i think it really starts probably at four with atlanta as a possibility not as strong but then i think you're right going to five if someone wants him you might want to get up there and get him because the news yesterday of sam darnold going to carolina if you let him sit there and get to eight to carolina who kept their first round pick I could easily see them rushing to the podium and turning in Kyle Pitts' name to give, give Sam Darnold another weapon to go with. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, you know, Christian Robbie's McCaffrey, that man. crew. You give him a big-time tight end, our whew, look mm-hmm. out. Oh, yeah.
6: Hey, hey, Charles, have you studied Sam Darnold at all? Like, And what do you think he's going to be in Carolina? Can he kind of revive his career? I think he's still only 23 years old. So yeah. young, man.
5: It's yeah, tough. AJ, I'm not ready to give up on him. I don't think anyone who's in this league really is. When you look at what he was going through, dealt with, what we saw in New York, the inconsistency of play there. Yeah, he has to own some of it. I'm not going to sit here and say that he there was, you know, everything he did was perfect. The team was terrible but he was not built for success and they didn't ramp up for success it never really happened you know so I think in this case Carolina has some working pieces already in place I'll be interested to see what they decide to do with the offensive line because they made some moves in the offseason Pat Elfline's coming over to play guard for them although he could play center although Matt Paradis is there Time. Moton at one tackle. I think the left tackle spot is still up for grabs, even though Greg Little's penciled in and Cam Irving was signed in free agency. But if they can beef that up. Remember, they were seven and nine. I had them late in the season knocking off Washington. Where if Washington won, they win the division. And Carolina came in there and put it on them. So I think they've got some good pieces in place. We'll see how it goes. But I, I'm bullish on Sam. I, I'm actually bullish on Sam Darnold getting a, another opportunity in a different spot.
0: They're not going to be able to trade Teddy Bridgewater. Like, they're, they're, no. That is not... There's a $10 million guarantee, $18 million. At this stage of the game, I don't think there's any team that is going to take that on. I mean, maybe they will, but Teddy kind of gets... you know, yeah. He's going to be... He gets lost in the
5: shuffle yeah. a little bit here, which is unfortunate for him. Everything he's been through. The thing that got Teddy, when it was all said and done, as best I can tell from talking with people, David Tepper, as the owner, has been Jumping on the table, screaming, franchise quarterback, franchise quarterback, franchise quarterback. They signed Teddy last year and he played well, but they were 0 8 in fourth quarters. Right? Never got that comeback win, never got it done. Remember the the games they won, they led from the front. That became an issue. And when they looked at the draft board, my opinion, one, two, three, four could easily be quarterbacks, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
5: And so, so if you, if there's no one there that you're going to want to go get. This is where Sam Darnold came into play for
0: them. And he's 23 years old. He's the yeah, he didn't point that out. He's
5: a youngster.
0: He's the oldest 23-year-old in the history of the NFL. He's <laughs> mm-hmm. been through a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. there is a chance that he could be their quarterback for the next 15 years, like franchise quarterback, franchise quarterback, or there's a chance we could find out he does just stink. We will yeah. we'll, we'll find out, I guess, next year as he gets the opportunity. Uh, go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Charles, since the last time you've come on,
4: I actually won a Super Bowl in Madden with the New England hey, Patriots. congratulations. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I tried to follow it up going back to back, but I lost to Miles Snyder in the Jets. Uh, oh. He's an auto-generated rookie. When are we going to get the real rookie classes? And once again, when the hell is Madden going to fix the damn game?
5: <laughs> I love having this conversation with you because I am the best broken record you've ever seen.
0: So is he. Since
5: we had this last conversation, I have thought about it a little bit. And, look, everyone I know, and I can give you all the canned stuff. They would tell you the same stuff. Everyone's trying to fix everything. You know that. Everyone's trying to make it better and get better. Of course. And I can just tell you, all the people who are working on that game have a better chance of doing what I do on the game and making it better than I have in doing their job. You're not coding? This partner I am. You're not so I'm co- hoping that they're, I know that they're working on it. I can't tell you much more beyond that. Like my dad used to tell me all the time, you got enough to worry about with your own stuff, kid. Why don't you fix that and let me worry about everything else? <laughs> so, Sorry, I just have to work on my performance.
0: Well, you you crush it, obviously. Mm-hmm. and yeah, you're, You are one of the only people that you can directly talk to about Madden, by the way, because you're one of the mouths, one of the faces of the game. So I think whenever you come on this show, it is always seen as an opportunity I, I, from I just, our Madden. I just wish
5: I had an answer to be able to help, but I just know that this is, Your as they good. say, Above my pay grade, above my ken, above my head, because they're just smarter than I am with algorithms and all that other stuff. For me, an algorithm was do we run it off tackle or, or do I throw it five yards downfield? Yeah, maybe
0: mm-hmm. an option play too. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a lot of those algorithms out there, but I want to let you know we appreciate your maximum effort given on Madden, okay? I think Thank I you. can speak. I don't play this a lot, but yeah. I, I think I can hear the frustration.
5: Oh, I, I took, listen, listen, for, for anyone who plays games, and does those things i get it we all want it to be fantastic mm-hmm. i'd love nothing more than to come on your show and, and say boy they, they really jumped the game up and i know all the people working in madden would love to hear that as well that's why i know they're working on it but i just okay. I, I gotta stay where i'm supposed to be yeah do the best job mm-hmm. i can with my partner yeah. brandon godden yeah and we'll just keep fighting the fighting the good fight and i know they're doing the same so you're at the top of
0: your game yeah mm-hmm. i think they're all hoping that the behind the scenes also gets up there as well because that's what Madden is for everybody. That's right. You know what I mean, Charles. Yeah, mm-hmm. Charles leading from the he- from the front over there, Madden. They're just asking for everybody else to come up. He's eh?
4: fantastic. It's just let's get someone screaming in the face of these coders and telling <laughs> them, "Hey, let's step our goddamn game up. Here. Okay, let's, <laughs> I mean,
2: let's at least think about it. <laughs> and if they Take can't, them. let's maybe consider a price decrease. Yeah,
0: uh, okay. you know, yeah, twenty yeah. bucks. Because the thought is it hasn't changed exactly." Uh-huh.
5: You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take what I just heard from from from, from my friends there, and I'm going to use that for me each and every week, getting ready for my stuff. Step my game up. Oh, right? you're, oh okay. you're saying this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, the they motivated you. These right boys there. are motivators. There's Let's go. go. Hey, this is this Lombardi well, here? Right now, Let's go. We should be in the tunnel ready to go take the field right now. We yeah. ready. Yeah
0: i think we're ready i think we're ready yeah it's awesome (laughs) charles you're the best dude every time you come on i absolutely love it we appreciate you man cannot wait to see you on NFL network there in cleveland talking that good stuff we appreciate
5: you cd i appreciate you guys very much as always take care of yourselves and uh Hopefully see you real soon, and and if nothing more, if you guys make it to Cleveland, let me know you're going to be there. Okay, okay, All right. ladies and gentlemen, right. Charles, I'm one shout away from full vaccine.
0: Oh, hey, you get that? Hey, you get vaccinated. I think it's. I think the rules are coming out. Oh, later. Hey, hey, high five and high five and how you? We hugging. Okay, you're yes, good. Yes, Good luck out there, Charles Davis. We appreciate it. Did you feel as if you were back in the tunnel there with the Wii Ready? You know what I mean?
6: I did. That was the uh, That's the go-to. For how many years did, did teams use that? Forever. Yeah,
0: still are. It's still. <laughs> yeah. I don't assume it's still going. I mean, it is. We, there was one game I was a part of. I forget where it was. In the... West Virginia that that started every single tunnel that whole thing there was like a somber one though whoa and it was kind of like it was kind of like eerie I was like oh shit like it was because we walked down a little bit further one and it didn't have as much energy it was just like almost like like we were walking and it was just like a casual sing basically and it was echoing And I was like oh fuck Somebody's going to die tonight. It feels like somebody's going to die. It was was awesome to watch. It was a really cool part there. Charles Davis, always electrifying, though. So what's going on with Madden? Like, they're still having all these issues? To be honest, I have no clue. I've never played the game. I don't know. But I do know that the Madden community is always asking if I can go to bat for him. And Connor is taking it upon himself because he is in the Madden community. And I just want to let you know, if it calls... For us to say some things to the voice of Madden at this point, to relay the message for the Madden community who has invested large portions of their life to this game, Mm -hmm. for them to be happy, I'm all about it, pal. I'm all about a good, like, hey, let's make lives better and games better.
4: It's like, hey, a ball can't get deflected 18 times and then the other (laughs) team's picking it off. It's like, (laughs) let's fix this shit. That doesn't happen in real football. This isn't a joke anymore, okay? Video games are real and they're serious. And we're trying to make the game better and they won't.
0: Dr. Goldman is actually... Working with some esports teams. That's yes. true. Yeah. Probably playing Madden. That's uh, Dr. That's Goldman's well, it is. getting involved, and Madden just refuses to believe that it's a real life thing. Thank God. Also, so a mall in Pittsburgh leaked the cover of Madden. Derrick Henry. Who's dude. on it? Derrick Der- Henry. Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry. Oh, there wow. we go. Wow. Talking Titans, baby. When's the next Madden coming out? Uh no release date, but August 20th. Yeah, it's always August. Right before All season. right, let's go. Okay, congrats. Okay. Mate, this one's going to be the year, by the way. It the better one. be. Charles just said they've been working their asses off. That. No, no, I, this is my last one. If it's Al- not better. They've been algorithming. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've been coding. Mm-hmm. They've been investing time and in letters to this thing. It better be. They're ready to go. And it's because you guys remember that. Oh yeah. Thank you guys. We can
2: do our part. Yeah, I'm not gonna play it. Like I, I'm Come serious, on. those greedy corporate fat cats. You won't catch me spending 70 bucks playing it's that fucking game. Now. Carbon copy of last year's version.
0: You're gonna let somebody else pay for it tell you if anything's different, like the classic iPhone move.
2: Boom, exactly.
0: Like, do I need this one? Uh mm-hmm. a little different uh keypad, but I would not. Okay, thank you. Thank you, you appreciate enough. it. Bring back QB vision, please. Hey, there's Q B vision in the virtual reality football game. Yeah, and that was awesome. You can actually throw the ball. That might be. I can see how that would be fun. It's a good time, yeah. It's hard for people that have never played it, though, to understand what you have to do because you're not actually throwing. It's kind of, but you have to like throw it like a dart because you've got to release a thing in there. Yeah. So it's like a mix between a football throw and a dart at the same time. It's, it's a good workout. You get in there, you mm-hmm. start slinging some things around, start getting flames on balls. He's ah. on fire. Woo. He's on fire. He's on fire. Is he an NFL quarterback? Technically, I
6: am. Maybe. No, I actually I mean, you
4: got to throw like Rogers. That's why the game's so tough. Yeah, because
0: you got to throw. It. You got to do the. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Good luck. Good luck executing that one. Hey, going back to that Dr. Goodman deal. Oh, Goldman. Sanchez's- Jesus. Yeah. Come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Goldman. That's, Vacation, that's my problem. Dude. This goes into my question. First off, why is this guy not more well-known? well known? Why are we just hearing about mm-hmm. this? And it's when Sanchez said. Uh, he, he announced what Justin Fields' score was. It was crazy high compared to everyone else who's ever taken it. Was that the first time he said that publicly? Has that already been out there? Like, what is it? We were also blindsided by this information and the existence of Dr. Goldman, who
0: has a PhD in two certain different types of things, I guess, in the world of psychology. Mm-hmm. This test has been going on for some time, since at least 2014, when he took over the clinical and sports psychologist position for the Detroit Lions (laughs) at the time. So this has been happening for some time. We celebrated uh, the thought of this test a lot harder before reading that line right there. Uh, But the thought of this whole thing, maybe being an alternate in a more deeper dive into a personality test, which a lot of teams give out. Maybe he has perfected it with the AIQ. But the fact that we did not know that Justin Fields has scored the highest out of all NFL, I think it was NFL, because there are some pitchers I guess they were like a 138 or mm-hmm. something like that. So there was other people up there. But it's like one of the highest recall scores in the history of the test. I can't believe nobody knows that. I didn't know Patrick Mahomes ever took this test. Nope. I didn't know Josh Allen. I mean, Sanchez was kind of just like, you know, docks and everybody. Yeah, this, yeah, is going yeah. on. this is going on. But is this something that should be taken serious? That's
6: our big question right now. And who gives – who's administering the test? Like how did these guys get the test given to them? Was that a pro day? Like does this Goldman – is he in with all Dr. the teams? Dr. Goldman – he's worked with all five major leagues that's yeah. right yeah. mvps for me but person. are the teams so like okay pat but if you say you're the gm of a team are you saying all right well hey we got to get this guy we're going to a pro day make sure he takes the goldman test like yes. is that how it's worked how does well, it work i would
0: assume that is how the goldman standard is operated mm-hmm. is you just take the goldman test much like the colts had me take a personality test it was a uh, it was like a, a, a multiple-choice personality test or whatever. Uh, then you also have the Wonderlic, obviously, which I think is problem-solving more so than anything else and critical thinking and reactions. Now, I do believe the Wonderlic also proves whether or not somebody's a good reader. Mm-hmm. If you see somebody low, it's not like uh, they probably aren't that great of a reader. If you see somebody very high, it's like that doesn't necessarily mean they're the smartest people. They just are the quickest and everything like that. So I have seen different tests offered up, and I was actually I actually took a couple different tests. I've never seen the Goldman standard Standard. I wonder how many teams are giving out that test and who is potentially hoarding the information that Justin Fields had the highest score. Because then you also have to dive into that as well. Oh, I just well, found yeah. an article as well that Baker Mayfield actually earned the second highest score ever in 2018 for this test.
3: Wow. What was the score?
0: Did not say, but it was confirmed by... At the or, time he was the second yeah, highest? 2018, yeah. So now he's the third highest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And he didn't even talk about Baker Mayfield with some of the tests. Yeah, how'd Sanchez get these in there? Yeah. How does Sanchez know? does he know? know? For Sanchez potentially is the test, yeah.
3: He's in the lab.
0: You think he's in the Goldman's The thing?
3: Goldman is the Goldman.
0: The Goldman <laughs> is the Goldman. T and e. mm-hmm. <laughs> T and E. Hey, there go. Let's go <laughs> to uh, – what are your thoughts on Justin Fields? All oh, that. did you see what was uh, happening while you were on vacation with the um, – the uh statue and greek god yeah the specimen that is brady quinn is that <laughs> tough? Is that tough though because i think i've seen him one time and it's just like oh, oh there's an absolutely shredded robot looking
6: mm-hmm. attractive man who
0: seems to work harder than everybody else as well was it intimidating
6: over there or is it oh we're family no it's no we're family man he, he's he's great he throwing, the, you? throwing the frisbee too we threw yeah. the frisbee in some really probably 40 mile an hour winds on the beach it was good does he bully you does he bully me? No. How would he? What would he bully Eat me? Your eggs. Wow. I don't know. Throw the frisbee, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, he, he's probably throwing darts out there. Whatever he says, I I do. Run a go around, like, hey, bro. Go go two hundred yards out. I'm gonna throw the frisbee. Okay. How fast do you want me to run? Like that's what it is. <laughs> oh, it's like we'll time you. That's awesome. <laughs> like my kids. Like I tell my kids, hey, I'll time you, man. If you run down and grab me a drink. <laughs> okay, cool, Dad. Hold on. One, two, and I gotta yell as he's running down the steps. A lot of people are not happy
0: though with. Um, Orlovsky's source telling him, or Orlovsky relaying the information that his source told him, and that was a big conversation. If he does have a photographic memory, I mean, maybe you can, you got to think about how those that could just all be complete bull- Which we assume at this point, by the way, it is with how everybody said it, but if this dude has a photographic fucking memory, how is that not out everywhere? How how is that not something that we, we are, everybody on earth knows? And I would assume that if you score that high on this thing, if it's called a recall and like memory test, basically, and you get the highest of all time, I would assume you have a very impressive memory. Like, how do we not know that, AJ? I'm asking the same way. How did
6: we not know that already, you know? Where, Where are the people like, I don't know who Justin Fields' agent is. Like, can they somehow... Yeah, that's, some, that's something that an agent can do that to help somebody. I guess if you would push that to Schefter, or Rappaport, you push it to these guys, and they put it out. Or you. Like what you did today. Uh, you, yeah. you definitely have helped Fields. I would hope so. I, I mean, by the way, big Fields fan. Always been confused in this whole thing. Well, also, though. But also, they'll say you helped him after he was somewhat hurt on the show. From yeah, and by the State. way, listen.
0: People say stupid stuff on this show all the time. Am I supposed mm-hmm. to... Uh, he was telling me what somebody told him. Yeah, he prefaced. I mean, it. what am I supposed to. I mean, come on. People were coming after me. That Buckeye wire, probably your fucking neighbor.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Just complete libel in that headline that was written about me over there in Ohio. Now, I know that guy would answer, OH! Wait!
6: I saw that. You were pretty upset, weren't you?
0: I didn't like that it was complete bullshit, and I know the cult you guys have over there is going to come after me. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. I've already done this dance before. Urban Meyer attacked me; I have to attack him back. Ohio State mm-hmm. fans attack me. I'm like, listen, all right, I fucking get it. I appreciate and understand it. Then this guy's just trying to drop me right into the thing. Pat McAfee does it, Fuck you, pal. Okay, I have a lot of respect for OH. H! I thought
6: you handled it very well. I really do. Come on, AJ. Have you not learned? Come on. Has it what are you you're stick,
4: right? dude? Hey, AJ, you haven't learned yet.
6: Just say I owe, dude. No, man, can't do it. Come not on. To you. See, you know this that. is a problem. Don't be a oh. horse's ass, dude. Come on. Come on. on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be. See, you're trying to, You're the classic bully, Pat. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: not. No, I'm not. What? No, I'm not. Brady Quinn made you throw a frisbee in 40 mile an hour winds. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> There's no way in fucking hell you wanted to do that. You got bullied by him. Don't try to put this on
2: me. Mm-mm. We interrupt this conversation to tell you that if you have thirty free minutes, you never have to worry about a break in at home ever again. That's how quick and easy it is to set up a security system from Simply Safe. It's the kind of thing that is so easy to do. You can do it during a Netflix binge, watching the game, or listening to a certain podcast. Listen, all of us around here have a Simply Safe setup, and we all love it because it's it's high quality equipment. And it gives you great camera footage. You don't have to worry about any of that 480p. Can't see anything that's going on. We pull clips from Safe all the time. And the setup is super easy. You don't need to worry about a sales guy or a technician coming in to install it. It's super simple. And that's why we love it. And also Safe is incredibly easy to customize for your home. Just go to simplysafecom slash McAfee. You can easily choose the exact sensors you need or get help from one of their experts. It'll get to your house in about a week, which means by this time next week, you and your whole family can go to bed knowing your home is being guarded. It's easy to assume everyone in your house already feels safe, but they might not, and it's worthwhile to talk about it. And Simply Safe is a small, easy step to make sure everyone feels safe at home. So go to simplysafecom slash McAfee today to customize your system and get a free security camera You also get a 60 day f- risk free trial So there's nothing to lose That's simplysafecom McAfee Back to the show
0: The Aaron Rodgers situation last night Captivated the world To talk to us about it ladies and gentlemen Back off of a vacation AJ yeah. Yeah. You, look you look good, how are you bub? Doing well at job. Oh my wow. God! This guy yes. Swimming pool. Guys, back in yes. the Swimming pool. Oh, you he's pool. got the microphone uh, still on. In water, dude. Yeah. 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 We're back. taking a six-day vacation. Okay, so what are smart. you doing? You're nice. microphone. I, man. No,
1: Must you,
0: be nice. Oh. you got me? Yeah.
1: yeah.
6: You go. Uh, uh, go. Uh, welcome on.
0: back. Welcome <laughs> back. Welcome back. Welcome
6: back. AJ Hawk. Damn. How was the vacation, man it's good to be here the best thing is whenever anything technically goes wrong i don't really know from my side what's happened i just hear the boys start chirping instantly so oh, I yeah. to start uh-huh. scrambling and fix my tech issues
0: yeah well you sounded terrible and it's, <laughs> it's okay we kind of stumbled out the gates here mm-hmm. but a, a man that did not stumble out any gates aj by the way we hope you had a fantastic yeah, 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 yeah. well earned well deserved uh we hope you enjoyed the hell out of it we appreciate you coming back here um Last night, did you get a chance to watch Aaron Rodgers be the host of Jeopardy? And did you get a chance to hear him yesterday say, I would love to be the host of Jeopardy? And then did you see the math equation he did on his Mrs. Instagram Live that he then put on his Instagram where he said, 46 days of shooting. I could do that in the offseason for a year. No problem at all. Did you see all this? And what are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers being the future full-time host of Jeopardy? Because if the next week in four days is anything like the first night, he fucking crushed
6: it aj yeah i think he did great day one like first episode out the gates he did great he's only gonna get better because i'm sure he got more and more comfortable every single episode he shot but what watching him on that that ig live do the math and figure out like yeah i could definitely do this with my profession in football and i can i can make it work it got me thinking don't you think the people at jeopardy it's cbs right Uh, nbc NBC, NBC. fox
0: cbs it's everywhere they make all the money
6: Oh, okay, yeah, they absolutely make all the money. So they have to be thinking, when they're thinking of their next guest, we know it's not going to be, what, Dr. Oz. He doesn't get people talking, does he? Like, he's not he wasn't getting people ready. riled up. He I mean, exactly like, does different things, but yeah. It, it, yeah. as
0: a Jeopardy watcher, he was not fantastic. None yeah. of the yeah. guest hosts, by the way, other than the executive producer, the executive producer, I was like, pretty good. Everybody else was like, all right, I'm not sure this is a, Aaron felt like the real thing, but you're talking about the people at Jeopardy having a thought like, oh, we only have to work
6: maybe just half a no, year. No, no, no. I'm saying, so I would imagine Aaron's is out there saying, yes, I, want, I would love to do this full time. I could do this for the rest of my life. I think the people that are making decisions at Jeopardy, like they have to be taking that pretty serious because Jeopardy's fans, think about it, they're older. Don't you think it's more of an older crowd that's grown with it? How do you keep getting younger and younger demos? How do you get them to tune in? Maybe Aaron is kind of that bridge. To bring even younger fans along with the older people that already watch
0: it, we talked about the speculation for Aaron guest hosting yesterday and today. The it was bigger than anybody else. I, I mm-hmm. mean, any by the way, he didn't do a lot of promotion. He did not do a lot of promotion at all, which is kind of Aaron's thing. Like, everything he does gets reported on because he doesn't do a lot of stuff unless it's all speculative or anything like that. There was a lot of hype around it. And then, by the way, when he comes out and says, I would want to do this full time, we immediately, like, oh, he fucking crushed it then. Like, he's not going to come out and say, I want to do something full time if he stunk. So I was excited to watch it. The issue is, you know, like, I don't know. Man, I think it'd be difficult because the Jeopardy! people would probably say, like, well, we have to keep it timely and topical, though, because who knows what's going to happen in the world or whatever. But, man, he could he not do that on a... Now, listen, Packers fans aren't going to like to hear it if there's any... Could he not on a Tuesday? Could Come he not... On. <laughs> could he not on a Tuesday? I mean, he, he the show he does with us is an hour long, obviously. It's nothing compared to what this would take with film study and everything like that. But, I, I, I mean, is there a way where he could potentially do that year-round? I hope the world wants to see it. I think... If he wins an MVP in one
6: season, a Super Bowl, and he's hosting Jeopardy year-round, are you fucking kidding me, AJ? Imagine that, dude. Hey, why can't he do it on Tuesday? There's been other guys. Josh Norman worked for Fox. He did stuff on Tuesdays for them, and then he would go in studio like during his bye week. There's there's players that have been current NFL players and starters that have had like TV gigs and network gigs. It's usually tied to like a, a sport, but this would be a little different. But why not? They can make it work. And by the way, they could just
0: do it just tape this week's episodes and just do it weekly. It turns into like a weekly job during the season. And then off season, you can go back to that every two weeks or Mm -hmm. whatever, because then you shorten the amount of time. And now the Packers fans are not going to like to hear this. If it goes, if he's, if his play drops at all, everybody be like, well, it's just host of fucking jeopardy on Tuesdays, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And who knows if he'd be able to do it, but man, I hope so. I hope it happens. I thought he was really good. He seemed like he enjoyed the hell out of it too. If you heard him talk about it yesterday, you know,
6: yeah, if you hear him talk about it, like, yeah, when he says like he thinks he killed it and everything, you know that not only did he kill it, yes, but he actually enjoyed it and he wants to do more. Like I'm sure he got done with it. He's like, all right, cool. Now I feel like I'm, I'm just starting to get into my groove. Let's do this some more. Did you hear us ask him about his hair?
0: Did you hear that no. whole thing?
1: Uh-uh.
0: So, because we saw pictures of him come out, you know, and you, I uh, mean, blast, dumb, blasted and it, buried the, him. The judgment out of you of the photos that were, it was bad. Do you do, would you <laughs> they looked Photoshop. They looked Photoshop to me. Well, they weren't. Would you like to potentially say anything about the terrible things you said about the photos that were leaked early?
6: No, the, the one photo I saw that looked Photoshopped, I, I, I just said, I, I'm hoping that they picked that out for him, and he didn't have a choice.
1: Mm. Say sorry. Why'd say. you
6: say that, though? Because it just—it looked like it's not like something someone his age would wear. Maybe he's much older than (laughs) that. So you think their wardrobe department, you think the wardrobe
0: department was potentially, you know, picking out something that wasn't necessarily. You don't think Aaron was picking out his suits there?
6: I mean, maybe he was. I don't know. Maybe he was just too dialed in and focused on the game and didn't care about what he wore. Oh, so you're saying you hated how he looked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I didn't. But that picture, it's great. It's a great suit. It looks good. Oh, Oh, man. Ah, wow. Wow. Ball. Let you know, ah, as soon as I saw
0: him yesterday and I took a picture and I posted it, the amount of people that were like just oh, is that the most handsome fucking guy on earth right yes. there? And now you're just like, ah, oh, dressed nice like a suit. suit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Ever,
6: oh. I'm not trying to make it a thing that I'm killing it what he is wearing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it sounds, sounds like it. it sounds by like the way, it. this isn't our thing. This is your thing. Yeah, okay, this not. isn't our we did. Not my thing. Say Absolutely sorry. not my thing. But right. I did you pick apologize. Baylor to win, so I probably won the the, o, the NCAA tournament that I was in with you. All, All right. right, okay.
0: Are you trying to pivot away from uh, that conversation? <laughs> I respect it. We would want to no. see Aaron host Jeopardy, though. Is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Football yesterday. He's still in the same
6: place he was last hey, year. Even if hold on, though, Pat. Even if, even if he doesn't do it while he's currently playing. Won't it still be there when he's done? I don't know. See, that's one of those things
0: where you don't know if it'll be open, right, at some point. Like, you, you don't. That's one of those. I think there's only a few of those jobs where you don't know where it'll be open. You know, I, I just. Someone would
6: have. To, someone would just have to come with and run away with it and be like, okay, yeah, this is our next host. Yeah, Aaron, whenever he is done playing, I don't know if this person is still doing as well. Lavar, Burton. Maybe you're not. Everybody's saying Lavar Burton, the guy from uh, Reading, Reading, Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're saying, I'm sure he's. I bet he's great. I'm sure yeah, he is. Yeah, has well, he done it? Yet. Has he done it yet? Though I, have, I didn't watch until Aaron.
1: <laughs> no,
0: AJ. Aj, what did you do?
6: Did you take a cynical
0: vacation? Like, did you get baptized
6: in uh, in in pessimism? Whenever you're on, you I'm I'm dead serious. Levar Burton, I grew up with that dude in Reading Rainbow. I'm, has he hosted? yet? Have we seen him yet? We have not. No. no. Okay. Then I, I think he's going to do very well. No, I <laughs> oh, okay. okay, dude. We think he I don't wants know to. what you're thinking.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. You're kidding? Yeah, right, it doesn't. We think Lavar's going to do fantastic as well. Just if Aaron's going to get that gig, I'm not sure it's one of those ones you can kick down the road three, four years. I don't know if that it'll be open then. But I am enjoying this two week thing, and I like the fact that he found something he's in love with because it, even if it doesn't work out, now he knows he can host a show, mm-hmm. which is good news for everybody. That's not an easy show to host, you know.
6: Absolutely not. Did he say how
0: long it took to film each episode? He did say there was a couple re-throws and things like that, I guess. But we did not get an exact time. I think because there was a writer's meeting in the morning. I assume that's when the questions are are gone through and everything like that. But he has said there was a couple extra throws. I don't know how long the day was. And
2: he did say that as he did it a couple more times, there were fewer and fewer of those. So I assume by the end it was kind of, you know, just a well-oiled machine. Yeah.
0: his his hair did look good he did not we commented about how there was probably a conversation about whether or not he cuts his hair right and is this a potential situation that would make you cut your hair when you're this invested in growing your hair it takes a long time to grow your hair there are a lot of stages you have to get through to get to a stage of length of hair that is acceptable to be seen in public Mm -hmm. with there is a lot of different situations when growing your hair out where it is a tough thing to deal with Aaron uh, uh, talked yesterday about how they were able to figure out something he was able to do that looked good i think the world has agreed on that but it is something i assume he was uh you know kind of talking like do you want to cut your hair for this potentially
6: I, maybe it's a uh, negotiating tactic for him with the jeopardy people like no i like hey we want to offer you the full-time gig if you're going to clean it up a little bit and he's like i don't know you throw an extra four mil a year at me <laughs> hey i'll shave
0: by the way i normally have scruff <laughs> but if A clean shave is a prereq, he said, for the full time job. I will shave for that. That's right. Man, I like it. He's openly, you know, he's doing what teams do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Just dropping seeds. That's right. I would love to be. And if I have to shave, I will shave. So be it. Whatever you need got 46 days we can figure that out just go ahead and let that go out there now mm-hmm. jeopardy people can release their uh, the jeopardy uh, executives were rather impressed with aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. yeah. first night they say now, Oh, okay here we go are we potentially are we in a are we getting a little bit of a a business relationship being built over the media right now okay. is this happening okay. is this already here are we church Let's- Steeple, all the people. Are <laughs> yeah. we here right now with Aaron in Jeopardy? Is this going to happen?
6: I think it will eventually, yeah. I think so, too.
0: Yeah. It's too
4: loud right now, mm-hmm. right? Genius. Unless it just dies off. Especially because, you know... This guy's team's running them out of town. So you oh, might as well yeah, have yeah. something else You're on right. the other side. Yeah,
0: dra- trading up the draft quarterbacks uh-huh. and things like that, not renegotiating. Not helping them. Yet, by the way, not renegotiating any contracts or anything. Only one year left guaranteed money. You're right. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it is something like that.
4: Could have got Will Fuller. Didn't want to, you know, hey, uh, Aaron will be fine. Easily could have helped him out with a few more weapons. Decided no, 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 not to. We're going to
2: get something worked out, and guess what? We're going to give him plenty of leeway. Oh, yeah. Hey, is listen, that right? Aaron, you want to go to fucking L.A. for two days during the week? Post-Jeopardy, do it, dude. As long it. as it's not Sunday. Yeah, as long as it's not Sunday, you're back in Green Bay Sunday. Hell, if you want to go to, you know, California right after the game on Sunday, knock out a couple episodes, you do it. Go ahead. 45 you do, minutes, you do, you do what's going to make you happy. That episode. Mur, 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 to shoot?
0: You. To shoot it, yeah. Okay, 45 minutes at uh, uh, Zito. Did he say that in an interview? No, just it was Al back like, uh, Tale of His Day. And I just looked up, like, so that's, that's best though. So... Oh. So let's assume that's at least and,
2: tripled. Yeah, because his were probably pretty tight, pretty efficient. Yeah. I'm sure. And I mean, not as, as Aaron's going on here in these two weeks. Mm-hmm. And
4: not as many, I mean, at least in that last episode, not as many uh, gotcha words where it was, you know, you had to
6: redo it just in case it was a tough there
0: one. There was a good one where he said, I did not know that answer either,
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: which felt pretty good. You know,
6: that, that felt pretty good. He had a couple of no. Didn't you think the uh, – I thought the casting did well, too, the the three contestants. Like, they – I don't know. They, they seem to have the right personalities, too, for that.
0: Well, that guy who wanted
6: to kick the field goal. Mm-hmm. Scott. Yeah. It was.
0: What a moment there. Yeah. You know, like that sets off an automatic viral moment in sports. Aaron. Maybe. Aaron's in a bad position there, by the way. Yeah. He's in a terrible position there. Imagine if he goes, not me. If he just said something <laughs> yeah. where it would have got a pop from the audience and it would have got a pop from, and then he would have had to walk into a buzzsaw the next day with oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers demolishes Matt LaFleur. Mm-hmm. In, you know what I mean? There was a there
6: was a lot of, that could have gone wrong there. Uh, yeah, it definitely could have. I mean, for the Jeopardy people, what an absolute goldmine to oh, have yeah. in your first episode. You can float that out there before the episode. Airs like, yeah, it was. It, it all seems to be lined up perfectly for everyone involved, really. Now, I will say, watching that video. Before the airing of the show mm-hmm. Did kind of know what was going to
0: happen
4: Yeah, I tried, tried to stay off So that didn't happen, so okay. I didn't see it until
0: I think a lot of casual people that don't watch Jeopardy Maybe didn't just automatically look at all the scores We're in Final Jeopardy, who can get where <laughs> And then just immediately As soon as I saw that video, I was like, oh, a new champion Alright, <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go, we got a new champ Alright, good news Let's go to Landon in Texas, shall we? AJ, what's going on, Landon? Oh, shit
1: Did
4: his phone just explode? He hung up for he sure. Hit Power transfer. AJ, where'd
6: you go uh, on vacation to? Uh, down to Florida. I got to see uh, my brother-in-law and his kids and hang out there for a few days. You saw Brady Quinn? Whoa! Yeah. Oh Whoa. my God, oh. dude! How was he? He's awesome. Brady like set our itineraries each day. He has three little girls, and we yeah, it was great. I <laughs> Got to go have some fun.
0: What did he get on the Goldman test? Hey, yeah. What did he get on the Goldman test? I don't know if you learned about that. We just learned about that recently. But is Brady
6: Quinn the most diligent human of all time? Feels like that from looking outside in. Yeah, he might be, especially when it comes to kids. Yeah, like dinner. He schedules dinner at 5 o'clock because we know kids go crazy and they got to get to bed. Like Brady thinks everything out. And then I go in his garage. We didn't stay with him. We stayed in the hotel, but we were with him every day. He's got his infrared sauna set up right next to his oh. cold tub in his in his uh, garage weight room. Like he has everything all all ready to go down there. By the way, he's like a sculpture, right? Yeah. yeah. Brady Quinn is a sculpture. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's an impressive looking human.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would assume all those things to be accurate. What you just said, by the way. I can't believe you don't have a plunge cold pool in your house.
6: No, I just gotta. I'm like I just gotta take cold showers, man. Like like the rest of the people. Oh, you do. Hey. <laughs> You do the Wim Hof? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do those movements. No. I'll end my <laughs> I think
0: that's what the Wim Hof is. If i if I followed yep. enough influencers that, that have done the Wim Hof method, I do believe you have to punch to the side, mm-hmm. and then you kind of pick up the vibes, then you feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, and then you... Hi, hi, and then you just walk into the coldest water of all time And you're fucking chilling up mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it I am so impressed with that human But that's what you do He says take cold showers every day It's better for your mentos Better for your chickens Better for everything You do that every day Is that real?
6: I mean mostly I, I at least end my shower in cold I don't stand there for a long time with it freezing So I'll Uh, wash my face with cold water because Pharrell said that's what he does, and he looks younger now than he
0: did whenever he he debuted. So he said he washes his face with cold water. So uh, we have a a double-headed shower. So the, uh, the one is just blasting cold. But I'm so soft when it comes to cold water. I'm standing in the hot shower Smart. while the face <laughs> is getting the cold water it's efficient. and then I walk out so I'm doing Pharrell's little method plus steaming a little bit on the way out oh, yeah. the hot water still there and then I'm still I'm not good with the cold water I am not good with the cold water I wish I was I know it's so good for you I used to do it after you know like training camp whenever I had to kick back to back to back days or whatever I'd always get in a cold tub at night but man it was a dreadful situation every
6: time I went in there happy I don't have to do it anymore yeah, it is pretty dreadful. Well, I didn't get in Brady's cold tub, but he asked me multiple times. You want to come? We're the cold tub, right? like right here in the middle of the day when everyone just running around. You want me to go take a quick ten minute plunge? What you gonna? I don't know. Hey, you're gonna flush them out. Your you're
0: gonna flush them out. What is it? You're <laughs> flushing out the uh, the lactic, yeah, lactic acid. Yeah, lactic yeah. acid. Mm-hmm. gotta flush it out there. Was Florida open though, or were you just hanging out mostly with the sculpture and his family?
6: Uh, we were just with his family and around to his little like spots that he goes to. But it was it's pretty much. I mean, I don't want to say open. People were in masks, and we were inside, and yeah, it it wasn't like the Wild West, like people make it out to be.
0: Yesterday, dude, Texas, Mm -hmm. 40000
1: Man.
0: This, hey, Rangers Stadium, I don't know what it's called. I don't know who has the naming rights of it. Packed out, looked like you were watching a movie of what it was supposed to be like back in the day when baseball was at an all-time high. Mm -hmm. We have a video. It's from Sam Sam Gannon. Gannon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sam Gannon, Gannon, at Sam Gannon87. <laughs> this is from yesterday. Packed Park first full. Attended stadium since Uncle COVID's release on America where it ran wild, brother. Mm -hmm. We had seen clips from Australia and New Zealand where stadiums were getting filled up in certain places. We had seen stadiums partially filled just yesterday in the same world we're all living in right now. In the same country we're all living in right now. Down in Texas. Packed stadium. Now we all anxiously await to see whether or not they all die or not. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that they don't. This is a big sign for what America is potentially going to be here over the next couple of months. Good luck to everybody down there. I'm excited you guys went to that game. I would have never but I'm excited you guys did. That was a pretty
6: cool thing to see, to be honest. But didn't you? I saw something where either the owner or GM said that's probably the last sellout they're going to have. They're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, a lot of people were buying. Oh, they're not doing
0: it because protocols. I was thinking a lot of people were just going to that game so they could say they were a part Mm -hmm. of the first fully attended game post COVID or whatever in the United States. I assume it was like. Um, you know, it was like a, a a a memory, a nostalgia ticket was also probably going off, as opposed to just the Ranger game. But are mm-hmm. you saying that they're not deciding Gumpy as an
3: update? It was half empty by the fourth inning, and they were booing the Rangers. Yeah, the
0: team stinks,
3: so that is <laughs> okay. really gonna hurt. So the but. only
0: people that weren't happy about yesterday down in Texas that were in that stadium were the Rangers. Yes. Okay, because they were getting because they were getting booed out of their stadium. It was full. Hey, by the way that's what happens with full stadiums okay Mm -hmm. the energy's gonna be back okay Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more adrenaline maybe you're gonna be but you're also potentially gonna get broken by some stooge that paid some money for a ticket whenever he and his buddies 40,000 deep all decide to tell you you fucking suck dude (laughs) and it's just one sound sounds like a cow but it hurts so much what an obnoxious sound to have to hear and just (laughs) all these people hate me right now what a moment who threw the first pitch George W.?
2: I think it was frontline workers, oh, I believe. That would
0: have been a great comeback.
3: Definitely wasn't Fouch.
0: Fouch, you know, maybe. I mean, is pretty against this, this stadium down in Texas, yeah. I do believe. And it. it does feel like if you watch any coverage of this, we're potentially in two very different countries with Texas and Florida and everybody else that's happening. But imagine if Fouch goes back out there, oh. quad mass. Okay. Shield. Mm-hmm. Shield on top. <laughs> yeah. And he comes out and he fucking just
2: <laughs> <nice>. bites one. <laughs> Burns one down the middle. <laughs> oh, catch a falls over
0: back. He gives like maybe a Stone Cold Steve At- Austin oh. double middle finger mm-hmm. to the whole. Oh, what a moment that would have been. And then Fouch walks it off. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe now, maybe grab you your, your back. Boxes. Oh, my God. Give a BP.
4: If you're going to get vaccinated,
2: give me a hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show. I hope you enjoyed it. Dr. Goldman is the Goldman standard.
2: It's unbelievable. How did we not know about this? Never heard of it. No. Still don't fully understand if it's worth a fuck. Me neither. And why haven't uh, Justin Fields' people been pumping this big time if they know about it? Should have heard about
0: this. We should have known. That's what we're trying to do, though. Trying to know about everything all the time about things we should talk about. <laughs> All right. We're back tomorrow with a big show. Can't thank you enough. Please be a friend. Tell a friend. Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Tuesday. Cheers. We'll see you manana.